koinonia, Christian fellowship, communion with God and with fellow Christians. Koinonia, an association of people who share common beliefs and activities. This is koinonia. This is community. And now, your host, Tom Brown. Somebody told me it's Thursday. I'm not believing it because I've only got enough work done for it to still be Monday. And it's not possible that it's Thursday. So we're going to do a little uh, we're going to do a little pretending today so that we can keep the stress down till after the show. Uh, I have been anticipating the re- the release of the movie Risen from Affirm Films. Now Affirm Films is the uh, faith-based division of Sony, which I think is awesome that a major uh, studio has a faith-based department. And uh, that's actually growing. And going to be talking with uh, Bob Waloszewski tomorrow on the show. He was at Sundance. And one of the reasons he was at Sundance Film Festival was they had a faith-based panel at Sundance. Second time they've had it. And uh, I just think that that's all good. But anyway, the movie uh, Risen follows the epic biblical story of the resurrection as told through the eyes of a non-believer, Clavius a powerful Roman military tribune, and his aide Lucius are tasked with solving the mystery of what happened to Jesus in the weeks following the crucifixion in order to disprove the rumors of a risen Messiah and prevent an uprising in Jerusalem. Now, I have people that I trust, that I love, that have said this is really good. But here's the deal. You know, we've gone to, we've been told that before. And we've shown up, and it's like, is that in the Bible even? You know, this is actually fiction, right? But still, it's grounded in the the story in the Bible, right? That's the story that makes all of eternity, eternity possible for us. So what I'd like to do is offer you free tickets to join me for an early screening. Now, the movie opens, I believe it's on the 19th, Friday, but you can join me on the 16th. All you have to do is go to faithtalk1360.com, click on Station Events, and then the the Events tab there in the Station Events, or uh, click on Station Events in the Events tab. Did I confuse you? Get your free tickets, and then join me February 16th. Now, you'll want to get your reservation, and then you need to take the little voucher over to uh, the theater and get your actual tickets. And, yes, it is first come, first serve. There's no way to actually predict. It's funny, you know, you give something or you give something away for free like this and there's like a 40% no-show rate sometimes. Now, that doesn't sound like well, the tickets were free, it's not a big no, you, there there were people that didn't get to go because you said you wanted tickets and were going and then you didn't. So the way that some theaters work around that is you have to literally go to the box office, get the tickets with your voucher and then uh, then you can get in line. So that's what you need to do. Stand up, tour, David Jeremiah, Michael W. Smith, and worship by Charles Billingsley. That's coming March 3rd to Talking Stick Stick Resort Arena. Why can't they just keep it the Purple Palace, right? I mean, that's what it was when it was open. Talking Stick Resort Arena. Yes, downtown. And these tickets are free as well, but you must register for the free tickets. Go to davidjeremiah.org forward slash stand up. Oh, actually, uh, just reminded, we have that on our events tab on faithtalk1360.com as well. So we're just trying to make it easier for you. 
go to faithtalk1360.com, the events tab, and click on Stand Up Tour. Uh, Terry Lynn Miller is back in with me today. You've brought some uh, some heroes from past Hope Fests, and uh, we're going to talk about Hope Fest and City Serve and, and all that. Terry, welcome back in. It's good to be here. And, uh, you know, I gave you, what, all of five seconds to say in the first segment? It is my show, though, so it's okay if I hog the microphone now and again. All right, we've got a whole hour to go. Thanks for joining us. This is Koinonia on Fake Talk 1360 KPXQ. So much to talk about. So little time. Yesterday, I had Kathy Herod on from Center for Arizona Policy, and she and I, when we get together, uh, she can talk so fast and still be clear <laughs> that you literally can get almost two for one. So if you have an hour, she'll give you two hours worth of material, and it was like that. Uh, today, we're not quite like that. <laughs> uh, we're a little bit more cash, mm-hmm. but it's just as important. We were talking about you know the importance of elections and and uh, policy and all that. Today, we're going to do the other side of the coin of importance for people of faith, and that is serving the community. Serving the community. thats We're called to do that. The name of this show is Koinonia, Passionate Communion. Uh, that's what my heart is. The reason I'm in radio, I believe, is that I want to have a positive impact on our community for the glory of the kingdom of heaven. That's why I'm here. Mm-hmm. City Serve and the event Hope Fest in particular, that embodies that. That is what that is, it right? Is, it is, absolutely. Um, the whole goal behind City Serve really is to, um, and I figured out how to say this in a way where it kind of just flows out really nicely, um, but it's about inspiring, engaging, and connecting people to to collaborate together, to work together, to um change lives, to have a shared vision that they're working on. And so Hope Fest is that shared vision of what the community can do when it comes together to serve. I was just at the medical portion of planning for Hope Fest, and it was astounding. Mm-hmm. I, I just, my jaw drops every year. It gets better and better and better as we watch the community come together to serve. Well, and my history with this, I've been in uh, Christian radio most of the years since 1987. November of 1987, I started at KRDS AM, uh, doing afternoons, then mornings, met my wife, continued on a lot. And I've always wondered why churches and organizations couldn't work together Mm -hmm. or didn't seem to be able to work together. And then it was, uh, we have the picture up here on our wall from City Fest with Luis Palau. And I had gone to a meeting for that, and I was so excited because there were over 150 pastors and ministry leaders in the same room. Right. And I was really excited. Well, and I, I actually wasn't on the air at the time, but uh, the inter- uh, afternoon host, Andrew Tallman, allowed me for my birthday to host his show. Mm-hmm. And I brought in Levi and Billy Thrall. That's where I met officially Billy. And then after City Fest left, 
Billy was City Serve mm-hmm. was kind of birthed out of that. That's right. And then he had this nutty idea mm-hmm. called Hope Fest, and here we are getting ready for number five. That's right. Yeah, he just knew that it was a way in which the community te- could come together and serve. And really change lives, that, that we are better together. And he would say that over and over again. And so that's what's happened. I, I remember the first year, and we didn't, as we were, <laughs> so I, you the, laugh. The, yeah. the innocence of the first year, the, <laughs> uh, Jim is over, Jim's going to join us in a minute. But uh, literally, it was scary what we didn't know after we got done, right? Exactly. I mean, it, it's, it's like that next month, it was like, oh, no. Yeah. Wow. I'm glad we didn't know because we'd have been scared out of we, our we, minds. Right, absolutely. Out of our minds, yes. You know, we just depended on God so much yeah. for that. Well, we always do for every event. But that one in particular was really a, a huge leap of faith and trusting God. And then when you have people that see these kinds of organizations come in and use Chase Field, and and they're just raving about how well-mannered everybody was and how right. the place looked afterwards, and they, they'd never seen that many people be that genteel and loving and all uh, that was all God. That was all Jesus. Yeah. They encountered Jesus that day. Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? It really is. That's, and that's, that's what, that's the heart. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, and to this day, the relationship that we have with Chase is amazing because they see it over and over again, that this group of people comes to serve together. Most of them know and love the Lord with all their hearts. And it's, joyful. Mm-hmm. It's festive. Um, people are getting their needs met and they, they come in with a struggle in their life, many struggles, and they leave with the sense of hope that their tomorrow is going to be brighter because of the help they got. And then the volunteers are just so rejoicing because they've encountered something that maybe they've never experienced before, which is what happens when the body of Christ serves together. There is a, a feeling that permeates throughout that whole Chase Arena, the concourse, the plaza, the street, that defines and define. you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Defies, that's the word, right. <laughs> so sorry, defies understanding. and um, But it's, again, someone's encountered the presence of Jesus. And, and I, I, everybody in the audience has heard me say, I have the best job day of. I really have no responsibility other than walk around with a microphone mm-hmm. and announce that, you know, hot dogs will be ready in 20 minutes outside. But I it gets it puts me in a position to watch in a way that not everybody that's working that day gets to. I get to see all the different parts mm-hmm. working anonymously and seamlessly. Right. Now, it doesn't it's not always seamless. Jim will have a comment on that, I'm sure, later. <laughs> it, 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 the appearance of seamlessness, I guess, would be the way to put it. Uh, but it is a beautiful, beautiful thing. You know, from the little prayer uh, tables to all the different organizations that are there to serve the community. And I'm just, you know, I don't know that I would spend 40, 50 hours a week at my job and then volunteer to go do something with my entire family for a whole day on Saturday that really is, you know, the same thing as my job except just 10 times bigger, <laughs> right? I mean, you know, the some of the people that from the state of Arizona and so many other organizations, not only do they come to an extra day of work, they bring their whole family. Right. Um, one of the things that we would hear from the um, Department of Economic Security um, volunteers that would come and serve is that so often when they're 
helping people in the capacity in which their jobs have restrictions and how that looks is that sometimes they're even behind like a glass, mm-hmm. you know, and um, or behind a desk. And it, it's, it's, it, it can feel impersonal. And but they get to hope fast. And that's everything that they've ever wanted to do, which is to be up close and personal and helping people. And they want their children and their family and their spouse to see this is why I do what I do. Mm. This is this is what brings me joy. And so it's it's their delight to bring everybody and mm-hmm. say and kind of show off. Yep, yeah, this is the heart behind it. This is and that's it's really cool. And the day of, we're going to talk uh, more nuts and bolts in a minute. But and we didn't talk about this ahead of time. But I know you can draw on them immediately. What's one or two of your favorite stories? Yes. So I think the story that really captured the holistic and way in which the event can impact someone's life was a, was a couple years ago, and it was actually filmed by a by a local a news station, and there had been a woman that came who was just came because she was desperate, but she hardly even knew what she needed except for prayer, mm-hmm. honestly. And so she went to a prayer table, the one right next to our radio station table, and I got to what I was just like I'm bawling over there, and I'm probably going to ball again before you get done. But yeah, yeah, this is a great story. So I I got the very tail end of that story, but you you got from the very beginning, and so she's getting prayer, and uh, and so the individuals that had been praying for her began to ask questions like, what do you need and what's going on and where can we direct you to? And so they realized that she was in a domestic violence situation, that she was now um, faced with two choices, homelessness or to go back. Mm. She had three little children with her and she was in desperation. Yeah. So the first thing they did was take her over to the housing connect area. And the next thing she knew, she had a place to go that was safe. Mm-hmm. And then, well, well, we got that done. What else do you need? You know, well, how about some haircuts? Yeah. Got that done. What else do you See, need? I'm crying. I'm talking. You know, and so it was, you know, from, from medical to clothing to up in the kids' health, um, kids health and safety zone, bike helmets, booster seats. I mean, she just was lavished with everything she could possibly imagine and more. And so um, that story was made known to Billy, maybe through you, because you're wandering around and catching everything that's going on. But it was a story that we were able to capture and her weeping and crying and being so grateful and thankful. Yeah. And I didn't, you know, that's the thing. There's, there's so much going on at Hope Fest. And obviously my heart and Mary's heart for prayer, we're, I'm always kind of gravitating towards that, you know, mm-hmm. just kind of lend an ear and see if, you know, if I can't have some uh, contribution prayer wise. And the more that story grew, Mm. It was just, and the, but the, it's the humility that she walked in the door with, to right. be quite frank, I believe. Mm-hmm. She just wanted prayer. Yeah. She didn't know what else. She had no idea what God had for her. Right. She had no expectation. She had no demands. She had nothing other than she knew she needed prayer. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, but God does that, right? He does. And um, do we have time for another story? Yeah, got another one. Um, so... This goes back to the very first year, but now we have this history mm-hmm. of seeing a person's life changed. So um, word was out on the street around Chaseville that there's this big event, and they're giving away free hot dogs and all this amazing stuff, right? right. And there was this woman that had parked in a lot um, not too far from Chaseville in her vehicle, homeless with a car and children. Mm-hmm. That's all she had. She actually came in from California. And so someone tells her you need to go down to that event she gets there at the kind of towards the end of the day they're giving her hot dogs they're taking around they're trying to get her kids taken care of the Mm -hmm. things that they need but her life from the from the housing and the food and the love she received and the connections she made that day 
transformed her life. And so then suddenly she had housing. She had a a group of people that stayed connected to her and loved on her. And um, then she began to volunteer. Mm -hmm. And just the other day, I realized that she was actually a part of this prayer group that I was going to be going to. Mm. Her life was radically transformed. Yeah, that's and that's just two of Mm -hmm. literally hundreds and hundreds of stories. CityServeAZ.com. It's CityServeAZ.com to find this. Uh, and you can click on the uh, Hope Fest tab there to find out more. We're going to talk uh, as the day moves along uh, about some of the uh, two people that have been instrumental the last several years mm-hmm. and uh, what a joy it has been to see the efforts that they've put forth. But everybody listening to me right now has a way that they can participate. Uh, you say, Tom, I don't have time. I'm not. It doesn't matter. You know, this doesn't happen for free. Yes, it, we're providing services for free, clothing, haircuts, a lot of this stuff, medical, dental, a lot of donations. But you know what? There are still costs. Mm-hmm. So you could participate financially. You're going to have an opportunity to donate services or goods. You're going to have a chance to participate as a volunteer. There's just a lot. There's a place for you at the table. There's a place for you at the table. Uh, we're talking Hope Fest and City Serve. Terry Lynn Miller is going to introduce our two special guests when we return. This is Koinonia on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. This is Terry Lynn, and we're just so excited to have you here as we talk about Hope Fest Phoenix. And I am so excited to share with you two people that are the unsung heroes of Hope Fest. I was delighted that they both could be here today. And and uh, one is Jim Welter, and he oversees the uh, all the helping agencies that come, and he is an expert. And and then the other person is Lynn Eman, and she uh, works runs a U-Haul um, facility and is just behind the scenes constantly on the move, constantly going, constantly doing. So I thought I would uh, start off with Jim and just kind of continue on. I I want you to know that Jim Welter was the original three in Billy Thrall's office. It was Billy, Jim Welter, and myself. We were making some hard decisions about Hope Fest Phoenix the first year. We um, realized that the funding we thought that was in place for Mm -hmm. Hope Fest wasn't there. And we were what, Jim, three and a half months I was what mid January, so yeah. we were doing wow. it in April. So it's about three months. Yes. Okay. Yeah. No money. And uh, yeah, so you want to tell a little bit from your perspective how that went? Yeah, you know, I uh, to this day I, I tell people uh, here were uh, three people: uh, an inner city pastor, <laughs> a small business person, and someone that kind of came out of the corporate business world. That were sitting in a room and and we're staring down April eighteenth or so and saying help. What do we do? What do we do? We've never, ever put together anything like this. And so talk about God showing up yeah. uh, on that sixth floor of Marketplace One. Uh, every day that we met, he showed up and just kept telling us, 
Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Um, so yeah, that was, uh, that was exciting times. And, uh, but you know, we, uh, we, you know, we, we prayed a lot. <laughs> yeah, we did cry. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> but we pleaded. Pleaded. Yeah. Yeah. But, but got through it. Well, I, I don't, I still have on my desk the laminated card that Jim Welter brought in. In the background was a faded, you know, logo mm-hmm. of Hope Fest. And then the verse, it was First John 3, I believe, 16 through 18. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that became our theme verse. I'm going to get teary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to take it from there? It was really, yeah, yeah. just. To, it to, was. It was just, again, it kept us. Uh, kept us focused on uh, on the prize as i like to say you know mm. we're, we're all you know it, it's amazing we'll read the bible we'll read about gideon and gideon you know no 10,000 is too much you know, you know here 300 yes 300 is a number that will absolutely guarantee that you can't take any credit for this right you know and, and god delights in that because he loves the heart of gideon that will even when it doesn't make any sense at all, mm-hmm. still step, still take another step. And that's all he's really asking us to do, right, is to take another step of faith mm-hmm. and move into his divine plan and his divine glory. Mm-hmm. And like I said earlier, we're getting ready for number five. I know. It's there amazing. is no way in that room you're thinking... This it's not going to happen. Right. Let's get through this year, right? Yeah. Let's let's yeah. let's not all end up in jail with debtors, you know, because we've signed contracts, right? Yeah. And, and let's uh, and let's not end up on you know uh, uh, a line begging for money. I mean, that's right. because I'll be honest. I love the three of you, but none of you are great for asking for money. <laughs> yeah, it's just not in our DNA. It just, I don't know. Not, <laughs> There is not a fundraiser among you, no. if, I, if I could just say it so boldly and bluntly. But God has still stepped up with people that have a heart of giving. That's right. That's right. And that's what it takes. And, and Jim has, has continued serving faithfully um, ever since. And uh, I learned so much from Jim, and he is an absolute expert on all those in the community that are serving and giving. And so he oversees um, his primary role is to oversee all the different helping agencies that come to Hope Fest. He processes their applications, reaches out to them, gets their table set up, all of that, which is massive. But he also, um, I remember um, when he came to me a year or two and just said, Terry Lynn, if you need any help. And I don't know if you remember, but I'd been in that car wreck. Right. Right. Yeah. And I just had no, uh, it was just fuzzy that. brain. And, uh, you know, and he just said, Terry Lynn, whatever you need, just let me know. And he has lived up to that uh, and good. continues to just be a huge help for, for Hope Fest Phoenix. Jim, uh, in your role with Hope Fest and all, you know, uh, interacting with the providing agencies, what's, uh, give me a little bit of a profile of what uh, a helping agency is. Well, you know, uh, we have uh, services uh, that run the gamut from medical services, on-site, clinical, hands-on medical professionals uh, providing treatment services that day, to uh, uh, information about uh, how uh, services that are available if you are in a crisis. And so we run that whole gamut. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I, I just really enjoy connecting people with uh, organizations or people that can help them. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, as as Hofest has grown over the years, it's just been becoming more and more of my DNA. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's what I – every year I feel challenged about finding another agency, another organization that maybe we haven't heard of before that maybe yeah. fills some sort of a niche. And so I think that's what uh, what's important is that uh, – uh, there are a number, number of great organizations and agencies here in town providing services, and uh, I just delight in uh, in meeting them, meeting their uh, their key staff, and then inviting them to come to this day to serve. Jim, I remember the first year, and even the second year, and uh, not as much anymore because it's we're changing here in the valley, but. I, and I know you were as well, astounded at the number of these agencies that didn't even know about each other. Yeah, yeah. Not much less, you know, people that need their services not knowing they exist. Yeah. The other agencies didn't know they existed. Yeah, once in a while I would encounter a, uh, a table uh, on the concourse at Chase Field. It was, there was nobody there. And, uh, and so then I'd find out, well, what's going on? Well, I found out they're walking down the concourse you know, checking out who else was here. And so that really kind of generated, again, every year we try to keep improving. uh, And so we start generating a list of here are all the other providers that are here because then when you're sitting, I'm sitting at my table of XYZ helping agency, I can see who else is here. And and I'm all about coordination and collaboration. And so that allows them then to learn about these other agencies, go down, talk to them, because you never know when the handoff is going to be you're going to hand off a particular client to another agency that can help in another area yeah yeah. uh we have the hope fest coming up april 16th 16th. Mm -hmm. uh, this year and uh, jim is again coordinating jim what if somebody maybe there's somebody listening right now maybe they're new to the valley maybe they're not new and they've heard this and say hey i uh uh, we serve the homeless we do this we do that uh what do they need to do to participate well, I think the, the key thing is that we've got a wonderful website that uh, over the years, again, has just really improved with Terry, Terry Lynn's leadership. Uh, so you can go to the website and you'll see there a, uh, a, uh, a drop down for application for helping agency. And so it's a matter of just uh, clicking on that and you can uh, uh, virtually uh, complete the application, hit submit and uh, – and a lot of times you say, well, you know, I don't know what happens after that, but, uh, you know, we've really got this down that's uh, working now. So you can be assured that if you hit submit, it's going to come into my email. Mm-hmm. Uh, I review it for applicability for uh, uh, for that day. Again, we're all about serving. Right. This isn't uh, an opportunity service. for you to sell your product. Right. And so yeah. that's why we take that extra step to review it. Yeah. But, you know, fortunately, year in, year out, the agencies that are continuing to apply – our agencies that are really uh, can help our our, our uh, guests that day, and so so that's that's the process. So it's pretty simple, just going to the website and filling out the application. First year, how many uh, or agencies did we have? You roughly? know, uh, yeah, I think it was around seventy seventy five last year. You know, now we're up to around one hundred and fifty. Wow! When we look at uh, <laughs> uh, throughout all of the continuum of services that we provide, and again, yeah. uh, Medico is a huge part of that. Is you know, and I'm sure there will be time when. When Charlotte will have an opportunity yep. to uh, to talk more our, about medical, but that's just a yeah, huge and, part of it. You know, of it the too. first year we had kind of the horseshoe around the field, and then uh, now it's the whole uh, the whole concourse and a couple of other levels and the, the kids zone, and it's out on the sidewalk outside, and We're the stage over. is uh, you know uh, almost a half block down the road, and <laughs> it's it's a big deal. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, right? It's a big deal. Yeah. 
I think the partnership with the people at Chase Field and, and select artists who manage the, the uh, events at Chase Field has been tremendous. And they, they've helped us every year right. observe and say, okay, well, next year I got a better idea. I think we're going to move this over to here. That was, so, uh, so, you know. that was one of the most fun things on takedown on that first day. Oh, we got to do this next year. <laughs> I it's like, well, you're very bold in saying that we're going to be back because we just got to the finish line today. What do you mean next year, right? A lot of times there are our biggest rooters. They're saying, no, yeah. you're going to be back. Yeah. Yeah. You know, where we may have said, okay, gosh, this was, this was tough this year. No, no. It's going to be better next year. You're going to be back. Yeah. Right? Yep, every year, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, it's uh, we really are, like, in taking over the entirety of the Chase Stadium. I'm, I, I visualize someday that we'll have all the concourse areas, every suite, every everything, and the, and the field, too. I don't know. Maybe not. But they've been so generous with us. Yeah. And it is an opportunity. Uh, I want to reiterate this. I kind of touched on it earlier. You want to show your family how to serve and how God's people, without taking any credit, serve the community, this is a, an event for you to come and volunteer and be a part of. It just is. And uh, we're, there's just going to be so many opportunities. We, we'll have details. Again, you really need to make sure that you have uh, plugged in cityserveaz.com forward slash HopeFest if you want to go to the HopeFest Phoenix page and that way you can you can keep up to date with the details. If you want to make a donation, there's a button right there for that. Uh, we're already uh, well. We're going to talk more about that this next segment because we've we've got sorting days already, and right. and, and lots of uh, uh, different organizations. There are so many things that are needed at Hope Fest, and we're going to be relying on you in a large part, my listeners to help us provide that. Terry Lynn, as we as we head into the break here before our next segment, we've got just a, a barely a minute. Uh, your thoughts on, on how Jim has uh, kind of shepherded uh, this over the last four and a half years? Well, it's been amazing. It's, it's why it's successful, because of the influence and impact that he has. And it also um, it expresses his heart, and I hope mm. we get to talk a little bit more about that later in the show. But um, we'd be lost without him. That's great. I agree. We're coming back. This is Koinonia. You're listening to Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. Welcome back. Again, this is Terry Lynn, and I'm here with Tom Brown, and we are just having the best time talking with Jim Welter, and now we're going to talk and spend some time with my dear friend Lynn and uh, talk more about Hope Fest Phoenix and some of the story and history behind this amazing event. Um, Jim Welter and Lynn Eman are both, uh, I call them the unsung, un, unsung heroes of Hope Fest because of all the work they do behind the scenes that most people have no idea that they're doing. And so um, Lynn and I kind of have a funny story story. We uh, needed trucks for Hope Fest. And so my husband, Mick, bless his heart, um, was tasked with, I think, getting trucks. And Lynn will probably remember it better than me. But somehow he comes home after this 
tr- getting trucks and hauling clothes and doing whatever it was he was doing and, and tells me he's met Lynn and I've got to meet Lynn. Like she's so amazing. And she just, and so anyhow, the first time I meet Lynn, she's in her office at the U-Haul, um, a place that she owns, runs, whatever that looks like. Sorry, Lynn, you can get me straight here in a minute. And, uh, she's got a broken foot. Yep. <laughs> and so anyhow we began our conversation so um so i, I forgot about that that's the, that's right wow. so, and she said she really wanted to be involved but she kind of was in a rough spot with that broken foot of course she may have just kind of wished that she hadn't gotten so involved because boy once she got in she was in in a big way so um lynn do you remember kind of back that day and the conversation and and what was going through your head yeah mick had come in he was by himself and he was desperate and he's like, I don't know what to do. I need trucks. How many? How much is the trucks? How much? We don't have any money. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> so he said, uh, I said, well, what and we're you- all laughing because we know exactly <laughs> how he looked doing that, right? I mean, it's just. Oh yeah. And I'm thinking, <laughs> okay. So I said, well, what's the cause? What what are you, what are you doing? He says, I got to move a lot of clothes. I'm like, for what? And he tells me a little bit about Hope Fest, and then he says, but I got to get them. I don't remember if he was putting them into storage or out of storage, but I need big trucks. I need them for like a while. I'm like, okay. So we worked up a little discount program through my manager and, and we got him trucks. And I said, well, whatever you need, just come back. Oh, yeah, he came back. He came back like four times. <laughs> <laughs> so it was great. And that's how I met Nick. And I said, well, if you need anything else, let me know. He goes, oh, I'll be back. <laughs> And so that was the beginning of this beautiful relationship because over time, Lynn just so graciously continued to offer more and more um, resources for us um, from the trucks and then getting the trucks so that they were donated and then storage units. And then like we've taken over the whole back end of the uh, U-Haul facility and, and then, but it's not just what she has helped us get through those in-kind donations from U-Haul, which we are great, so grateful for. I, I can't even tell you the, the expense of that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I think one day I was kind of asking, like, what is that really worth? And it was $10,000 just yeah. for what we were receiving in that. But the staff there helps with everything. And then Lynn is breaking her body on a regular <laughs> basis on behalf of Hope Fest because she'll get in one of the trucks and this is an area for those of you that are listeners that we really need volunteers is to help with the clothing sorting, picking, taking trucks to go pick up items and then have a, um, um, those, those guys with the strength to help unload all those bags. You know, but, I went, uh, I had a clothing donation that mm-hmm. I brought out on a Saturday morning last year. Mick was there and the team though, but here's here what I wanted to comment on this. I drove up, obviously I'm in the station van, so it's not like a real secret who I am, right? It's, it says 1360 <laughs> Faith Talk on the side, uh, where hope is always on. Her staff, they're like, oh, I bet you're here for Hope Fest. They're around the back. And they were just like, you know, I, I thought it's like, okay, I'm just a person driving up in a truck. But they were so enthusiastic mm-hmm. and helpful. And then when I got back to the volunteer area, there was like six bays taken up with donations for Hope Fest, and everybody's having a blast. Right. They're working, they're sorting, they're bagging these, they're tagging it, and it's just, it was awesome just to be in their presence. It was. Yeah, they they have just been a delight to work with, and I am always thinking, oh my goodness, we've got to get them more help before we wear them all out. But um, Lynn works very, very hard and is very involved in the community. And um, so I, what, what are some of the things as, as we've, progressed with uh the clothing sorting what are like some of the stories that you want to tell or share it's so nice now (laughs) (laughs) 
So when we started, there was not very many volunteers that were showing up. So some days it would be just Terry Lynn and I, mm-hmm. like literally just Terry Lynn and I. And yep. we'd like have all these tables set up. We're all ready. And we're like, okay, girl, let's go. And we just bag like 12 or 15 bags. And we're like, okay, that was a good day. <laughs> and we're just like praying about it. We're like, they'll come, they'll come. And over the years, it's gotten better. We're getting, you know, more church groups, more young adults that are coming in, even kids groups. Mm-hmm. In fact, we just had a group that came two weeks ago. Um, from one of the little Catholic schools, those kids rocked the house. I think they knocked the college students, like, out of the ballpark. They did. They were so fun. They were giggling and doing what they needed to do, and they weren't slackers. Like, no one was pushing or shoving. They were just like, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. So, And it, the organization, the, the creativity and, you know, doing the boxes that are labeled, you walk in – it, it, there's nothing to it. You guys have made it so easy. So if somebody's listening right now and you have a, a youth group or a, a senior group, uh, when I was out there, uh, it, it all works. You can adopt a, a Saturday morning yeah. uh, between mm-hmm. now and, and uh, a few weeks out from Hope Fest because the donations are a plenty. Uh, we can take more donations as well. Absolutely. But, uh, you know, just because you drop it off doesn't mean the work is done. No. <laughs> yeah, and somebody wants to still do a drive. We've got well, plenty of great. time okay. to do a clothing drive. Uh, we're always, men's clothing seems to be, uh, you know, us men, we tend to keep our clothing longer. And mm-hmm. so there usually isn't much of it. As, as much, much to the chagrin of our wives. Yes. <laughs> you could donate that if you want, Tom. Exactly. Seriously, right. you could donate. No. So we could use a lot of, uh, a lot, we could still use a lot of clothing. I, I actually have a tendency to kind of rotate through sizes. So I actually donate some pretty nice clothes. Right. You know, so it, you keep in mind, um, uh, and my wife had a great statement for me that I just, I absolutely adore. The fact is you don't necessarily need to wear something out before somebody else can be blessed with it. This is true. I, I'm just saying, mm-hmm. just making a suggestion uh, that you may want to contemplate that as we're moving into this season. Uh You've seen so much with the clothing. A few people, like you said, it's grown over the... But the fact that when you were first becoming aware of Hope Fest, you're like, really? Chase Field? I mean, did you... did How long did it take you to start to really understand what serving 20,000-plus people really was going to look like? Well, the flip side to that story is that because Mick had come in there and I did have a broken foot, <clears throat> I did not have insurance at that time. So I actually was blessed by Hope Fest wow. that first year. So oh, wow. I actually was a participant. So mm-hmm. I went cool down there that. and they did all the things they needed to do and they gave me a cast and they gave me all the crutches and they took really good care of me. But I was even doubly um, blessed because the lady that was pushing my wheelchair around, because that was the first year when they actually loaned wheelchairs to mm-hmm. people from the Chase Field. Um, was a lady that volunteered during the games. So she knew uh, all the ins and outs and nooks oh and crannies. And so she's like, well, what do you need? I'm like, I don't really need anything. That's it. She's like, well, then let's go just check it out. So she cool wheeled me through every single area. Oh, so wow. I was so blessed to see it and from down low. So I felt like yeah. a little kid. <laughs> but it was great because it was, you know, if that was the first year and I was there, not as a participant, I mean, as a participant, but not as a you know worker volunteer. Yeah. So then the next year is when I actually volunteered and whoa, it's just completely night and day difference. But it's great. It's, uh, it's great to be on the other side now. Yeah. And Lynn has brought in more partners for us, too. 
Um, we have um, we have now the pet services because of the relationships that um, Lynn has in the community, and also has been a huge help with bike repair. And it just she's just involved in so many different ways. She's provided the storage also for the personal care items that are collected. We have storage on the Van, on the McDowell location, 56th Street in McDowell, but also in Tempe, so that they don't have to take it so far with their collecting the ASU students. So I, I, when I talk about these unsung heroes, there's just so much that goes into Hope Fest that there's people working hard behind the scenes to make it happen. And and uh, and they've got stories to share and tell mm-hmm. about what has happened. And Lynn, I had no idea. <laughs> that is like, I was like, I was going to cry. Like, I talk about these amazing stories, and here Lynn is right here, mm-hmm. and she went the first year and got that broken foot taken care of. Amazing. That's pretty cool. Uh, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about serving the community. CityServeAZ.com forward slash HopeFest. To go right to the page, but you can be a part of the story as well, whether you write a check or whether you make a donation of clothing or personal care items. Uh, How many times have you cried with joy because of a haircut? Mm. Well, I'm telling you right now, I've seen dozens from grown men to young kids to uh, women crying with joy because they're getting their hair not just cut but styled mm-hmm. yeah getting clothes uh we've heard stories of uh, a guy getting us uh you know uh dress clothes so that he was able to go for a job interview you know kids getting a coat because it's cold yes i know cold here in phoenix is not cold like denver necessarily but that doesn't mean that jackets aren't needed if you have donations that you want to make, please, please get in contact. CityServeAZ.com forward slash HopeFest. I'm going to give you the last two minutes here uh, before we get into our last segment and pray. Mm-hmm. All right. So I just, again, want to express my gratitude to both Lynn and Jim and, and you as well, Tom, for just this dedicated, compassionate, driven, make-it-happen attitude for Hope Fest, that Hope Fest can't happen alone. It takes the whole of the community. And um, and so I'd be lost without them. Mm-hmm. And I just want all of you to know that there are people like Lynn and Jim that are making a difference. And we invite you. We invite you to be a part of the story as well. Maybe you have a neighbor that you know that needs this. Mm-hmm. Take them. Invite them. Put it on the calendar right now. Uh, We have people that do dental uh, services, medical services. Now, I will say you need to get there early because the line start what we've – our record is three days before the event. Uh, We actually ended up involving him in some of the setup. But, you know, people are desperate. People are really, really in need. Yeah, we get emails now about, you know. Is this coming? Yeah, is this coming? When can I sign up? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Be a part. Go online again, com forward slash Hope Fest. And, uh, you know, just uh, you are going to be a blessing. And if, if you'll volunteer, if you'll show up, I'm telling you, you're going to be pretty blessed yourself. Yeah. I, every time. Any touch I have on Hope Fest is a blessing every single time. Mm. Uh, I may not think it at the time. I may think, oh, man, you know, you remember that first year? Uh, we had the the only microphone that we had available was in the dugout. 
Okay. And the radio was on the third floor in the radio room, right? And what I had a torn meniscus that year. So every time I had to make an announcement, you know, I'm running down. The next year, I'm all healthy, ready to go. I had a, I had a wireless mic. There you go. Yes. <laughs> all right. We're going to close with prayer when we return on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. Sherilyn, if uh, people want to know more, they didn't get the website or whatever, uh, how do they get a hold of you and how can they be a part? All right. So the website again is cityserveaz.com. If you want to, you can email me at tl at cityserveaz.com. I'd love to hear from you. Whatever it is. Maybe you have an idea. Uh, It's Mm -hmm. it's amazing uh, the input that the community has had on this event and really looking forward to it. We're, we're going to be talking more about it, but don't wait. You know, participate now. Uh, I love to close with prayer. Terry Lynn, uh, when you're here, I always love to hear uh, your prayers to our Father. So close us out in prayer. Mm-hmm. Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you for this beautiful time together of reflection and remembering. And God, we give you the glory. We know beyond a shadow of a doubt that that Fest Phoenix happened because you wanted it to happen. And you opened the door and made the way. I'm so grateful, truly, from the depths of my heart for the people in this room today that have shared story and uh, and just the journey that you've had them on as well. And Lord, we just pray for this Hope Fest 2016, year five. God, would you provide the funds that we so desperately need every year? And would you provide the volunteers that we need? And God, I just pray that from clothing sorting to set up, that all the behind the scene things are covered because your people, your children love you and are serving. And God, just that people would be remembering to pray for Hope Fest because Lord, without prayer, we're lost. We're lost. So God, to you be all the glory. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Again, cityserveaz.com forward slash Hope Fest. cityserveaz.com forward slash Hope Fest. Uh, we're going to talk a lot more about it. You're going to hear it here on this. I, I want you guys to participate in uh, in levels. And if you have stories, send us an email because we'll mm-hmm. share those stories. Because there's probably a lot of we. You know, we heard a story we hadn't heard before today from people we thought oh, we knew. I thought I knew. I know. I know. And uh, <laughs> so we're excited about that. Maybe you've got stories, and we'd love to share those as well. So you can send Terry Lynn an email or me Tom at faithtalk thirteen sixty dot com. Thank you for your time today. Mm-hmm.